welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. We got to welcome to the tea, bro, Robert Joyner here. He, good friend of mine. We play with, I play with him pretty much on every Sunday. We just finished, wrapped up our season in our tournament group. And uh, Rob, what you end up in for? Third, man. Third. Don't, don't make me like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You, you got fourth. I'm going to get it to you. You know, uh, y'all no, got, I got lucky. Third. I didn't get fourth. I got third. I mean, my bad. Third. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get that right, man. You know, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to disrespect you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a, it felt like a long season during the season, but it went by fast, man. And yeah, bro. Like playoff felt like it creeped up on us quick to me. It did. The playoff did creep up on us pretty quick, but uh, yep. you know, um, it was a long season during the season though. Yeah, um, playing every single week. Yeah, um, I did enjoy it. It gave me, you know, something to do, um, something to look forward to. So I did enjoy it, but but um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it and all. Um, wish I could have played a little bit better. Um, I did it improve from last year because last year I came in fourth place. So, you know, it's an improvement. So my goals for next year is to continue to move forward uh, in that one, two spot. So love to take first place. Um, give shout out to Nick for finishing first place overall um, during the regular season and then bringing home the championship in the playoffs. So, you know, big props to him for that. So. Yeah, gotta give a shout out to Nick, man. He uh he did his thing this year. He 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 uh looked like he got a little nervous in the first round of the playoffs, but uh he pulled together <laughs> after that. He did, he did, man. Yeah. Um and you know, maybe maybe the pressure of being number one overall, you know, got to him initially. I can't really say for sure. Yeah, um, just my opinion. But he turned it on and he played consistent the rest of the way. So and that's he all did. that matters. He did, he finished it out at uh Pretty that's a pretty decently tough course, you know. Um yeah. at Miramichi. Uh shout out to Miramichi for letting us get out there. And um, where do we play the other round? At Glen Eagle. Glen Eagle. Yeah. Those those are two challenging courses to finish it to wrap up the uh playoffs with, though. I I like those uh being a finale. Matter of fact, um on the amateur players tour, we got Miramichi coming up as our finale. Oh wow. The, uh, when, when is yeah. that? On the 25th and 26th. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's a two-day. So uh, I need to finish the season up well. And then I got the Ryder Cup after that. And after that, uh, at the end of October, going to the North American Championship at Pinehurst. Oh, wow. So, wow. yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm a little, I don't know, I'm a little apprehensive about it because I got, if you are in the top, 20 after the first two days then you get to pay play pinehurst number two which is the course that the big the the pros play on but oh, wow. there's no carts on that course you got to walk it you got to walk it yeah so, so i'm I mean, trying to figure out <laughs> so yeah i'm trying to uh, but there are no caddies well you can have a cat i think i can't remember but anyway i'm trying to figure out how i can ship my cart out there okay. or 
Because if I end up, I don't want to have to carry my dead gun bag. That's going to wear me out, you know. Right. Either I'm going to have to buy me another bag, which I I tried another bag, but I didn't like it because it didn't have the full dividers all the way down at the bottom, okay. all the way to the bottom. So either I'm going to have to figure out a cart, uh, a care bag or either I'm going to have to figure out a way to ship my push cart out there. So yeah. that's my dilemma right now because I don't want to have to pay for another suitcase just for the darn push cart. But I might right. end up having to do it. Wow. That's but, the dilemma of a uh, a big time golfer like <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'll make it do what it do this year, man. I, I really want to I want to finish at least in the top third. And last year I finished in the top half. So I'm on the golf week amateur tour. So I'm hoping on this one I can finish in like the top third. This is a much, much um I want to say a much better course I'm expecting, but, you know, I don't know. It's Pinehurst. Uh, what we played last year was at Hilton Head. Uh, it was some nice courses, don't get me wrong, but I don't, I'm expecting Pinehurst to be a lot better, you know, because it's supposed to be like, I want to say this is the first, the first golf community in America for sure. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so this is supposed to be like the birth of uh, golf for, for America, you know, pretty much. Right. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then, uh, you know, we're having the Ryder Cup. So this is my first time qualifying for the Ryder Cup. I so, have been so, missing. So your group is actually uh, participating in a Ryder Cup itself. Yes. So Lost we're having game. a we're playing against Birmingham tour. So in each division, they're taking the top four players in each division and we're playing a Ryder Cup style event over two days. We're going to have um, four ball one day and then I think foursomes the next day or whatever. So it's going to be fun, you know. So are you just, are you taking just the top four players or are you taking um, true Ryder Cup style whereas top six players and then, you know, the captain or... um, No. So it's just, yeah, it's just the top four in each division. So if you um if you're chosen, then that that's right that right there is I'm already in it. Oh man, that's a stamp <laughs> on how good you're playing then for the season in. Well, in to make that, I kind of got lucky if I'm honest about it <laughs> because after Fair Oaks, I was right on the border of getting bumped up, and so the other guys that I played with that was in division they got bumped up. So some of them. If they was in the division that I'm in now, which after like August something or whatever, you couldn't your position either you could move up, but you weren't gonna move back. Okay. Unless okay. you just like unless you just play like you know you had to really be way over your handicap to to get dropped back or whatever. Okay. Okay. So it's tough, man. It, the guys talk about it on the Facebook Live, and it's really a big deal to figure out. Should you bump this player if he's right on the, you know, right on the borderline? Even if he goes up, sometimes they don't bump him up out of uh, immediately. It just depends on how your rounds been treated, uh, trending, how your score's been trending or whatever. So they got a whole like committee that look at that every week, you know, or whatever. So it's big, it's serious, you know. So, so you, you won't have any Patrick Reeves on there, you know what I'm saying, on your Facebook Live talking about. Um, liking tweets 
about why he didn't get picked and everything. So, no, you know, we don't have that issue, do you? No, I think we're gonna have that issue. Hopefully not. You know, I think everybody's pretty much, pretty much accepts what it is because they know. You know what I mean? You know when you are playing well enough to get bumped up, right? You know, so I mean, if everybody wants to get bumped up, like you don't want to stay in your division forever unless you are already in Division One then it ain't nowhere for you to go, you know. But other than that, you know, you, you want to go, you want to get better. You know, that's the game. That's why we play this game, to get better, you know. But right. one of the reasons we play it. So, man, I wanted to have you on, man. Uh, I know that you watch golf like I do and pay attention to what's going on. So we got bringing, as you were talking about, Patrick Reed, um, we got a little controversy with the Ryder Cup right going on. Right. So let's let's talk about who we got picked though first. So we had um Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, they got picked, the captain picks. Scotty yeah. Scheffler, uh Xander Safle, yep, Jordan Spieth, yep, Tony Finau, yep, Harris English, mm-hmm. and Daniel Burgo. Yes, sir. So this is what um the golf magazine, this is what some of the guys had to say about. Uh, some of them. So Spieth, the senior editor at Golf Magazine, said uh, Spieth, he's surely going to be paired up with Justin Thomas and his wobbly putter. The Spieth magic on the greens coupled with elite ball striking from JT should be as formidable as a duo, as a duo at Whistling Straits. Could easily see them playing together four times. Just need to figure out what to name them. The J&J, possibly. So what do you think about Spieth being picked? Um, I think Jordan Speed um brings a flair to the team that um uh, uh, a lot of the other guys that were picked don't have. Um all the other guys are are more quiet and subdued, subdued. Jordan is a guy that's very animated at times. Yeah. And with the Ryder Cup, you need some players like that. You don't right. need the entire team like that, but you need some players like that. Right. Um it's almost like um, an Olympic feel to it, uh, meaning the Ryder Cup. You're playing, in essence, for your country right. because yeah. it's the United States against everybody else. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So um, I like it. I like Jordan Spieth. I think he's a very good player. Um, he's actually um, he's actually gotten better within the past two years, right? Um, from where he even started from initially, and you know, you can say, well. What do you mean by that, man? That dude came out on fire. Yeah, he came out on fire, and then that plane went out. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it, know it fizzled, saying? didn't it? Yeah, yeah, he fizzled, and now you can see the maturity is coming in. Um, whereas he's talking more about a process instead of just winning, um, because he did come out winning, and now it's more of a process for him. Um, but like like going back to what I was saying, he brings a flair to the game, man. And I, I like the pick. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any issues with any of the picks, to be honest. Yeah. I think all these guys have shown you they're big time golfers, man. Right. Um, and oh. it's a pick, man. It is. I get to choose who I want to play. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then you got Scottish Scheffler. And uh, this is what the assistant editor, Zephyr Melton, had to say. This kid is not afraid of the big stage is evidenced by his player majors, and he's long enough off the tee to really take advantage of Whistling Straits. Call me a Texas homer, but in the words of another Longhorn great, I have a good feeling about this. 
And I was going to say he's from Texas, just like Jordan is. And they got that Texas mentality. Bigger is we're bigger. We're yeah, bigger. yeah. 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 So, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, but the dude, man, is a calm guy, man. You don't see any animation out of it. You just see him going out there doing his thing week in and week out. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have to win, but he's going to contend. Yeah. He's going to be in the top 10, top 20 finishes every single tournament he plays in almost. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what Josh Sands, the senior writer, said uh, about Dan Berger and Speed. He said, Speed was a good call. Next up, my gut, my gut goes with the goody Daniel Berger. I borrow from Zephyr, who's borrowing from Ben Crishaw. When I say I've got a feeling about him, one of those bulldogs, he's going to be really hard to shake. <laughs> you know, Daniel Berger, though, he... He plays well when he's here. He played at the FedEx, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he won it uh, like so, two years ago. Yes, two years ago. yes, he did. And Daniel Berger, again, another solid player who's um, always in there, always in the mix. Um, I was having a conversation with um, through text message with one of our other partners, Nick, who we just finished talking about. And um, he, you know, kind of alluded to that, Daniel Berger has an ego. He's 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 not well liked. Um, I haven't seen any of that ever, and I've watched the guy um, a lot on TV. I've never met him personally, so I can't say anything behind the scenes about what he is or who he is. But he seems like a humble person. Um, he seems to be well liked on tour. Hadn't heard anyone speak any ill will against him. So I think it's another good pick, like I said, um, that um, Steve Stricker did, man. Yeah. So this is these are players that they didn't pick that they mentioned. Uh Patrick Reed, Kevin Nye, Will Zalatoris, Webb Simpson, Sam Burns, Jason Cockrack, Billy Herschel, and Kevin Kisner. It says Stricker admitted to losing sleep over the Reed selection. If he had an alternate 13th pick, whom would you advise him to take and why? Um, uh, it wouldn't be Reed. <laughs> He's showing you now it was a good no pick for him. Um, I like Kevin Nye. I don't think he's long enough um, to play in this this tournament. You know, on the greens, dude is stellar. Right. Um, so he would have to be matched up with a, a long hitter, though. Right. Um, you match him up with a Tony Finau, okay, that could work. Plus, he's got a, a cool demeanor about him as well. Right. Um but back to Reed, you know, I, I mentioned this, 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 him liking these tweets about Steve Stricker not choosing him and, you know, the people negative on Stricker for doing it. That shows you who this dude is. He may not say it out loud, but this is what he's thinking because he's liking what somebody else said. Right. Um, I think he was, um, I think he is a guy who's about self, is me. Right. Put me in the spotlight and he should have just been happy for the players that got chosen. Right. Right. Left it at that. Right. So really, I'm with you on that. Like if really, if he had to just not say anything, no liking the tweets and all that or whatever, because it's looking like Capcom might not be able to go. So they're going right. to have to pick somebody else. So you probably would have been automatically in that spot if you hadn't been doing all this extra bull crap. Exactly. Exactly. But, and it's, it's got to be, like you said, it's got to be about the team. I think watching the Soul Hand Cup a couple weeks ago, to me, 
it looked like the Europeans always have a better camaraderie with each other. Then they were uh, having fun, bro. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you can't like it's got to be. It's got to be a bit more about let's come together and let's win as a team than it is. OK, I need to look good. I'm worried about how I look with, you know, and it's and it's got to be more than that because you can't play in the foursomes where they playing, you know, you hitting alternate shots or whatever or best ball or whatever. You can't you got to be able to jail with the person you playing with. Because if they hit a bad shot, you got to turn around and hit a good one. You know, you can't, you got to be able to, You that's why it's so important for the captain to be able to uh, put people together that's going to jail with each other, you know. And I think that's what he said, uh, Stricker said, that he wanted a team that was going to be able to jail with each other more than just picking whoever it was they were playing well at that time, you know. Exactly. Man, the thing about it is, Golf is such an individual sports sport. Some people don't know how to turn that off when it's not time to be individual. Yeah. Ryder Cup is a team sport. Right. It is not an individual sport. You have to play it as a team. But when you've been playing golf um, the entire year, entire, entire two years as an individual type sport, it's hard for you to turn that off. Right. And I think that's part of where Patrick Reed is, is that he's thinking of himself. Right. Whereas you're right. You have to be able to jail with the player you're going to be playing with. And looking at the, the women, the Sohan Cup, you're right. It didn't feel like those women were out there or some of them were out there thinking about the team. It was how well am I playing? What am I doing? Right. No, if your teammate isn't playing well, you got to lift them up. Right. You got to you got to do the thing that's going to bring them along with you. Right. And I just don't think having a lot of guys on your on your team who thinks of themselves is a good mix. Right. So uh, who would you have picked? Who would you pick for the 13th pick? Uh, I like Sam Burns. I think okay. that guy, again, is a, a solid player. Okay. Um, like I said, Kevin Nah, I, I just don't think he's long enough, but if you're going to match him up with longer players, longer ball hitters, he could work because he's a very good putter. Right. Um. So, you know me, I, I could go with either one of those guys, to be honest. Yeah. So what you think about Billy Hershey, you know, because he just won that BMW over in, uh, over on the European tour. Yeah, but that was the thing. He was over there playing that as well. Yeah. If you notice, all the guys that were picked, they've already eliminated themselves from these type competitions yeah. because they wanted to focus on this. Yeah. So Billy Hershey plays that, and he plays that a lot. So that was important for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, can he come in now and be a part of? Yes, but I don't think Billy. He's won Billy. Billy Hershel's won the FedEx Cup before. Yeah, I don't believe he is where they need him to be in order to be a part of this. I don't just think not, so either. He's a he, Gator. Look, he's a Gator. Yeah, and, and I love my Gators, but I just don't think this is for him either. Yeah, he hasn't been playing that well. Really, he kind of turned it on a little bit in the playoffs. Then this week winning the last week winning the BMW over there, but other than that, really he hadn't been playing that well. I mean, I'm I would have to, I would probably go with, I probably would have to go with Kevin Nah. I mean, I think he's been playing pretty consistent in the playoffs, and um, I, I just I would have had to probably go with him. Like you said, you just had to pair him up with somebody that can hit the ball long or whatever, right. but. You know, he can play, you know. He can play. Yeah. He can play. Yeah. 
but it's like you said, it's about pairings. Um, and that was one of the things I, I was listening. I was watching Steve Stricker press conference um, a couple of days ago. And that was what he was talking about is, you know, getting the guys together, um, figuring out who's going to match up well with whom and um, um, just let them have fun together, man. Yeah. You know, we, we going out there to, to play and win um, as a group and not I'm going out there as Patrick Reed or I'm going out there as Bryson DeSambo and, and trying to win this for the, for the, for the team. No, it's all of us going out there trying. Right. Right. So on the other side of it, on the Euro side of it, you got Paul Casey, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Haddon, Victor Hovland, McElroy, John Rom, Lee Westwood, Brian Wisberger. And then he picked Sergio, Shane Lyra, and Ian Poulter. They only so had, I was only wondering if Ian Poulter was going to make it. I, that was, a, that was a, a wonder for me. And him playing well at the BMW got him picked. <laughs> yeah, right. He he played well. I want to say a few weeks ago. I'm gonna tell you somebody that's on foul on the European side, and I don't like this cat, but he has really been playing well. That damn Sergio man, that Joker, that Joker been playing lights out, man. And I do not like that cat, man. I not just like on that. the Euro- not just on European league. No, Sergio's been playing good on the PGA. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't you like know, you, kid, part of what you don't like about Sergio, in my opinion, probably has to do when he was a younger player. He doesn't act the same, in my opinion, he doesn't act the same way that he, he did when he was younger. Yeah. He seems to be uh, a little bit more humble now. Um, he seems to be, um, he seems to realize his talent and not realize he's not the greatest. You know, when he was younger, he he tried he 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 put that aura out that he was the best out there when he wasn't. Now yeah. he just realized he's a very good golfer. Yeah, and Sergio has been playing well this year. I'm telling you, he rubbed me the wrong way when he made them comments about Tiger when Tiger had all his issues going on. You know, not just to me, like just because somebody stick a mic in your face don't mean that you need to say something. Sometimes it's better just say, you know what? Hey, I'm just hoping the guy gets through it. And they all, every last one of them on the PGA tour for the last 20 years have benefited from Tiger being on there because the purses didn't look anything like the way they look now back then. You take the purses, even if you do it based on, you know, inflation and all that, the purses did not look like the way they look now. You know, Patrick Canley said it um, a week ago. Tiger Woods made golf better for all of us. Absolutely. And he did. Yeah. He did. But again, you have some guys that it's about them. Yeah. You know, and Sergio was one of those guys. I don't think he is that type of person anymore. Um, but that's just the way they are. Yeah. Um, I think the European team has a really good team. They do. Um, they have a really solid team. But a lot of the guys on that team hadn't been really playing well either. Tommy Fleetwood, man. Nah, he been, Tommy yeah, he Fleetwood, fell off. He, he about to lose his PGA card. <laughs> <he ain't gonna> <laughs> <lose>. <laughs> yeah, he fell off a little bit. That he he like I like Fleetwood though. I like his game or whatever, you know, and his just demeanor or whatever. But he has fallen off. His game has not been as good as it was probably last year, probably year before that either. Yeah. You know, uh, McElroy is Mac. He, he's starting to play well. Yeah. Um, 
he, his game had left him a little bit, man. I think, you know, him, him trying to swing too hard and him just going out there strictly for distance was probably what was hurting him. Yeah. Um, now you can see his swing is a little bit more under control. Um, so I think I think that's a good pick, and and he's gonna play well. John Rom is John Rom, dude. Like, oh yeah, this that dude is a beast, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was looking at his swing on YouTube today, man. This dude barely takes it back three quarters away of if everybody, pretty much everybody else on the tour, and yep. he hits it almost. I mean, he's always top consistent, consistently like top five in driving distance. You know. So if you've noticed. His swing and um, Tony Finau. Finau, yep. He's he's done the same thing. And yep. Tony said it's more for control for him. Yeah. Of course, we know um, John Rahm's reason for doing it is different because of uh, his legs uh, or his leg. But Tony said that, you know, he doesn't take it back like he used to because it gives him better control. He's still getting the same distance. Right, you right, know? right. So that right there shows you with all the all these great experts out there that tells you, this is how you used to swing a golf club. They don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> hey, there <laughs> is not, <laughs> to me, just from my little experience in watching and playing golf, there is not one way to swing a golf club. Nope. Because you can you can take it back and do whatever you want to it. As long as when you get back to that ball, that that face is somewhere square, you can do whatever you want to before you get there. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's just it, man. Um, there's no one way, as they would say, and I don't know why they say it, to skin a cat. But there's no one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. So what would you do? What? So well, how do you feel about uh, him liking those tweets and stuff, Patrick Reed? I thought, like I told you, man, I thought it was immature. Yeah. Um, I think it shows you he's he's still a little selfish or yeah. he's selfish. Um, when when you know your talent and you know the reason why you weren't chosen for something and it had nothing to do with your talent, then that's when you let it go. Right. Um, the guys that were chosen were chosen for a reason. Their talent level is just as good as yours. Right. Um, the difference is in my opinion, like, and, and from what Steve Stricker actually said is these look for guys going to mess together. I think Patrick Reed could work with somebody like Jordan speak. They've actually played. Um, I believe they played on the Ryder cup together. They did. Uh, and they, yeah. I think they went, um, two or three. Oh, and one, I think. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So he could play with somebody like that. Um, all these guys, they're not guys that, um, that just come out and all in your face and, and all of that, you know, Xander showed you in the, in the Olympics, you know, he's, he's, he's a quiet guy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he likes a lot of the attention. Yeah. So Patrick Reed being left off didn't bother me. Patrick Reed liking tweets bother me because it's <laughs> yeah. who, who Patrick Reed is, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think another player had, had he not been, in the top six, top seven, um, may not have gotten chosen either, is Bryson. Um, and, you know, man, like, sometimes you guys got to let some things go and not even speak on some things. And you said it earlier about Patrick. 
Bryson is the same type dude that thinks you, you need to comment on every negative thing out there. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. You know who you are. Let it go. Yeah. That's what some, you know, I, some I, I tried to teach my kids, you know, was, look, nobody knows how dumb or how smart you are until you open your mouth. You open your mouth. So, you know, sometimes it's better to just be quiet and people can't make a judgment about you because you're quiet. You, you're not, you know, you're not out there like that. But once you get to opening your mouth and saying some dumb crap, then they're going to be like, man, you, you's a dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's when people try to pass judgment on you. I ain't, I'm not saying that that's right, but that's what people do, you know. Yep. And so, so like you said earlier, had he not liked that tweet, uh, not only did he like he like he like more than one tweet, yeah, yeah. let you know it wasn't an accident. Right. Um, right. Uh, so, you know, had he not done that, he he may have very well been uh another pick if um Kepka is out. Yeah. So, you know, keep your mouth shut, man. And right. now if Kepka is out, I'm hoping they don't choose this guy, man. Yeah. Choose somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Billy Herschel, he considered himself to be an outside contender for the Ryder Cup pick. But he was disappointed. He says, and this is a quote, he said, I didn't get that phone call. I was a little upset. I was a little tickled, he said. It gave me a little bit of fire in my butt or my arse to be nice to really not show anything. But, you know, just give me a little fire. Not that I needed it. So there was a little more added motivation this week for that. That was before he, uh, after he won the uh, BMW PGA Championship. And so, you know, what do you, what did you think about him being a little upset about not getting, at least getting a phone call to say, you know, we didn't pick, I didn't pick you and this is why. So, you know what though, man, what that tells me is he's trying to get to another level. I think any good player, I know any great player that feels disrespected, that's how they would have felt, exactly like he felt. Now, I'm not considering him a great player, but he's a good player. Yeah. And to say it motivated me, Michael Jordan said a lot of, th- a lot of times that uh, people talking trash motivated him to go out there and, and, and continue to stomp that butt. Yeah. It's okay. nothing wrong with being motivated by it. Yeah, sometimes Jordan would pick a pick a issue with somebody just so he can get that little fire. Right. So he can get that fire. Yeah. So it's one thing to say something is going to motivate me to go do something. It's another thing to go do it. And he went out and did it. Yeah. He went out and played. He played well actually the entire week, and he won it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with how he felt about it. Now, if it if he doesn't get picked and there's some negative stuff after this. Then I got a problem. Yeah. You let it go. But um, no, I didn't have a problem with him saying that, you know. So if you say if if I told you that the USA loses and the Europeans retain the Ryder Cup, what would you say the reason is? Um just the players didn't play their best golf, man. Yeah. I think the USA team is by far the best team out there, other than John Rom. <laughs> being honest, yeah. Other than John Rom, I think the USA has the best. The best yeah, when you out. when you match up 
top yeah. against, or if you match, let's when say you go from one all the way. What is it? Um, twelve players, thirteen yeah, players, twelve. When you when you go from one to twelve, USA got one that you could clearly say, okay, John Rahm is probably better than you know this person. Yeah, but other than that, bro, USA is stacked. Yeah, they stacked. Stack. Yeah, there I, is no reason. <laughs> they should lose the Ryder Cup this year. Yeah. You know what's going to be fun? To see who... I like the single matches better than anything, probably. I like the four songs. I like all the other ones, too. But I like that last day, them single matches, when I want to see who he's going to put up against John Rom. Is he going to put DeChambeau up against John Rom? Because, you know, they played together in... What was the last... The first two rounds of the... The uh last uh tournament, uh, well, FedEx Cup. Well, Tony beat John Rom. Yeah, in the first um, what what's which one was it? In the that first, was that, um, <sighs> shoot, it slipped my mind. That guy. So so I, yeah, it slipped my mind also. But Tony just beat John Rom, um, and I don't think Tony's afraid. I don't think Xander's afraid. Z- Xander is a uh, freaking Olympian now. Uh, <laughs> not just an Olympian, a gold medal Olympian. Right. Um, you know, Jordan, I don't think he's afraid. I, I think the United States, uh, Harris English, and a dude chewing that gum like he playing in the backyard <laughs> somewhere, playing gum in the backyard. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, man, that gum's stale by now. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this team, man, is set up to whereas whoever is matched up with who individually. Yeah. So other than you, John Rahm, yeah, they more than likely have the advantage on so you. Don't, you don't think Canley can get with John Rahm? Oh, yeah. Patrick Canley. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, I think he can beat him, but I don't think you or anybody else would say that's a win for the United States. Like, it's a toss-up, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it definitely a toss-up. It ain't a clear win. Right, 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 right. <laughs> It's a toss-up, but it's not a clear win. Like, John Ron can beat anybody on the United States team head-to-head. He just yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of guys on that team that can beat him head-to-head, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I so, think everybody else, you know, uh, um, with the European team, all the way down, to, all the way up to Roy, down to Roy, I just think that team, I think this is a, a, a weaker team for them. Um, I mean, I think it's a strong team. Um, I mean, even if you just went by the, the final results of the uh, FedEx Cup, the so you had Cantley that won it, John Ron was two, Kevin Nye was three, JT was four, Victor Hovland was five, Xander Shoffley, Bryson, Dustin Johnson, Billy Herschel. I didn't know Billy Herschel finished that high. Yeah. He so, finished so, number five so, for nine. You name out of that too. It was Victor Hovland and John Rahm. They were on the two Europeans yeah, on the two. at the top. Yeah. The top. Well, you got Abraham Ansel. But, but I think but, he uh he must play out of somewhere else. He must not play out of Europe. He's um um is he Mexican? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, so that's why he's not on the team. But then you got yeah. um then you got Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Jason Kokrak, um, rounding it out. Then Rory, Louis Ustase. And I, I, I wonder why Louis didn't make the team. 
you know, Louie got sick or hurt um, a week or two ago. So, and, you know, he pulled out of uh, one of the tournaments. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe still something going on with that. So, yeah, that dude can play too, though, man. Yeah. He faded. What, what tournament was that he faded in, though? Uh, well, well, we're going to use faded, but a lot of people say choke. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell but, you, man. <laughs> after, my ex- <laughs> after my experience with sleeping on the lead in a tournament, I'm not ever saying anybody choked again because <laughs> 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 I feel like I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like I straight choked. No lie. It's nerve wracking, ain't it? Yeah, it is. Cause I couldn't yeah. find my swing for anything. I'm telling you, the day before, man, I was hitting the ball so well. And to come back that next day, and I could not find it at all. Man, I was just all out of sync. All, all way out of sync. It's all one thing hard to um, to be chasing the leader because um, the pressure is not on you. The pressure on them is to keep their lead. Yeah. And you can, you know, you have a different mentality when you're chasing them. That's yeah. another thing when you're the one being chased. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Yes, oh yeah, man. I'm excited about the Ryder Cup, man. I can't wait to. Um, and then it's gonna be on during the day, so it won't be. I wonder. I don't know what the tea time is gonna look, but it won't be like late at night or early in the morning, like right. if it was over in Europe or somewhere. You know, having to get up and and try to catch it or whatever. So I'm glad to see that, and uh, I really want to get out there and play that course, man. Wilson Straits look like a beast, though, man. <laughs> you need some spotters out there to find your ball. Look right. like in a lot of spots, you know. Uh, I know some spotters. You need spotters everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like going to Southwind on steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and um, so we actually on the amateur players tour. They got Chambers Bay, uh, on the schedule next year. So it's up in Washington. I was like, man, I sure would. It sure would be nice to get out there and play that one, man. I don't. But that's a little ways away. I don't know. I'm gonna see what I can do. But yeah, man, I just wanted to uh get you on here, man, so we could talk about this a little bit. We got something coming up soon, too, man. Tell us about yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. We're gonna let that go. Yeah. Um, we got a tournament coming, or um, yeah, I- I'll call it a tournament because we got two groups playing together um this Sunday coming up, and um um we're trying to raise some money for breast cancer. Um you and some of your guests who may have heard me before on here um, know that my wife um, passed away from um, breast cancer um, a year ago. And this would be the second time that um, we've done something like this. Um, this time it's a little bit um, bigger. And we're trying to raise money to take up to the West Cancer Clinic um, to donate it. Um, so it's about right now there's 19 of us as far as golfers playing. Um, Sunday at the Galloway um, Golf Course off Walnut Grove. Um, we're going to get together, have a great time. Family and friends are coming out. Um, of course, you already know the theme is pink, so wear your best pink outfit, bro, because uh, you know how I do it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, we're doing it for a good cause, man. Yeah. Um, it's something dear to me. Uh, it means a lot that uh, I've got a bunch of men 
who are willing to um, who are willing to step up and do this. Um, so yeah, that's what we got going on. The name of the tournament is um, the Shannon Joiner Drive Out Cancer Tournament. So. Yep. Yeah, man, we we get to put on our pink, man, and uh, show that men can look good in pink and that we ain't afraid of pink. I know some men be hesitant about it, but I, I'm not worried about the pink. Um, yep. As long as I ain't got to wear no pink britches on mine. I wear the pink shirt. <laughs> it, I'm not wearing the pink britches. I'm going to let y'all have it. I'm sure I'm sure you and Ron have a, a, a fantastic outfit ready for Sunday. <laughs> Your boy Ian Poulter, well, man. So, oh, yeah. Uh, that dude, I'm telling you, though, that dude rubbed me the wrong way, too, man. We was the first time I went to the FedEx St. Jude. It had to be like three, four years ago, something like that. So, me and my uncle out there, we I can't remember what hold it was, but this dude straight was talking bad to his caddy, man. And I'm like, it ain't his fault. It's your fault. You the one that hit the shot. You know, you talk talk bad to your cat, man. I just, I was like, I don't like this dude, man. I don't like this dude. But you know what, man? Some of these guys um, have been with their caddies for so long. And I think Ian Poulter, it may be him, um, that's been with his caddy for, you know, 13, 14, 15 years. So they have like a unique relationship. Yeah. uh, Where most of them are really friends, too, and they really understand each other well. I don't know if, if if that's the dynamic of their relationship, but sometimes, you know, we 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 don't realize how close they are and how close or how how much how they can say things to each other that, you know, someone looking on the outside are like, wow, he's talking to this dude like this. But yet the caddy probably does the same to him because they have that unique relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one player I can tell you uh, whose caddy wasn't like that was Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had to break up, didn't they? Didn't they break yeah, up? Yeah, they um during the tournament. So yeah. Yeah. That, that goes to show you that it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. I I just hey man. When you're dealing with another man, it's just I don't care how good of friends we are. Hey man, it's only so much I'm be like, hey bro. I'm about to smack fat from you. If you say one more freaking <laughs> word, man, or something, I'm going to have to walk away or something, man. It's only so much a man can take out here, like, you know. And it's That's like, bro, hey, you need to tone it down. Yeah, so, you know, you have to check your tone when you're talking to another man. Like, you you know, there's certain things that you can say and get away with it because it's how you say it. But then it's sometimes you be like, hey, man, you're not going to just talk to me no any kind of way, bro. That's just not going to happen. That is true. Yeah, you know, I you know, hey, I love my brother to death, love my daddy to death, but it's certain thing you ain't about to say to me. I'm gonna be a, hey, I either I'm gonna have to walk away or we're gonna have problems. Somebody, <laughs> somebody gonna have to walk away. I'm not gonna have to move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, so I'm excited about Sunday, man. And uh actually, we got some before Sunday too, right? Oh yes, sir. We got got another tournament um Saturday which is um, Ron, one of our other good friend golfers. Um, his uncle is um, um, having another tournament. It's the W.L. Porter Celebrity Golf Tournament that's going to be at Fox Meadows. So if any of your listeners want to get a team together, um, they can get, go in for that as well. Um, I believe it is $75 a person, um, $300 a, a team for a group of four. 
So, yeah, and um, we plan on going in and, as they say, make it do what we do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the tournament we play it in. You know, it kind of slips on mind what position we came out in. I believe we tied for first place. You best to know it. <laughs> so that's our goal going into this one, man. Um, to go in there and, as they say, again, make it do what it do. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we shot a 59 out there at Cherokee. So um according to what's been done before, a 59 should should put us close. So yep. so if we can do it at Cherokee. Oh, we definitely can do it at Fox. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cause <laughs> they they don't even really compare as far as difficult it comes, you know. Is is Fox Meadow pretty much wide open? We just gotta stay stay out the trees, stay from up under the trees, stay in the fairway. We'll be all right. Put the ball well. Yep, you gotta make don't them lose, Don't lose strokes on the putting green. Man, I'm telling you right now, we can't lose no strokes on the putting green, like you said. Yep. Save them muggins. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you coming on with me, Rob. Man, talk about it, man. We got to get you back on here, man. Since you the you one of the other guys in the group that watch golf like I do, man. I I I I wake up watching it, go to bed watching it. My wife, it drives her crazy, but she'll get she'll be all right. Sir, do the same thing, man. Um, yeah. um, I probably watch golf now more than anything else on TV, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, my station pretty much stays on the golf network, right? Golf channel. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, all sir. right, man. You have a good evening, man. I will, and I appreciate you um, inviting me on, man. And um, no problem, again, man. you know, I would love to come back on and uh, speak with some of the other guys on there about, you know, how we all met also. Um, yeah. Nick, Reginald. Um, I know you've had Steve Williams on there once once before talking about himself, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to have to get, uh, get Reggie and Nick on here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I tried to get Stefan on today, but he don't watch golf like that, man. He. He, he's somewhere working out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He a hustler, though, man. He a salesman, so he always trying to, he out there trying to get that dollar. There's nothing wrong with that, man. You got to uh, be able to provide for your family, too. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right, man. You take it easy, man. I right, appreciate All right. it, Art. No problem. I'll catch up with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Burn the Edge Golf Podcast will also be a supporting sponsor at the Barbara Bolton Memorial Golf Tournament held at Orgo Park on October 9th. You can register at www.bbmgt.org. You can also register at hillchapelmb.org. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. We hope that you enjoy our conversation. We're going to be coming up soon to the end of the season one. Uh, probably at the end of October, 1st of November, we'll be having our last episode for this year. Uh, please continue to support us. Please follow, like, subscribe, uh, leave comments, whatever comments that you have, bad, good, negative, indifferent, whatever you want to do, uh, positive, negative, indifferent comments. Please leave them all. Um, again, just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for your support.